Des Moines. Live from the BMW of Des Moines Sports Desk, it's an X's and O's update on 1460 KXNO. I'm Trent Condon. The Iowa Hawkeyes fall to 0-3 in Big Ten play as they fall last night on the road at Purdue, 86-70. Edwards with six seconds. Edwards through everybody, lays it in. A fitting ending to an impressive half of basketball for the Boilers. The call for BTN. Didn't get much better in the second half for the Hawkeyes. They fell down by as many as 26 in an 86-70 loss. College basketball this weekend. Iowa State welcomes in Kansas tomorrow afternoon. The sixth-ranked Jayhawks come in with a 12-1 record. Loyola, Final Four team from a year ago. They'll be at the Knapp Center to take on the Bulldogs, and you and I host Southern Illinois. Tonight, the Iowa Wild look to control the AHL Central. They lead with 45 points as they take on Rockford. You can hear the game right here on 1460 KXNO. And on KXNO.com, high school basketball. I'll be on the call. It'll be Johnston on the road against Ankeny Centennial. Keep up with KXNO on Twitter and Facebook. Go to KXNO.com to learn more. For 1460 KXNO. I'm at a It's Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. If you're a hockey fan and looking for something to do tonight, Uh I think both teams are home, are they not? I know the Bucks are. And the Wild, And the Wild are uh, downtown. By the way, um, both teams (laughs) surprisingly are good this year. I mean, it's been a while. The Wild, Long time, right? Buccaneers have been awful for a long, long time. Yes. Nate Toit's doing a nice job over there. Uh, He's the general manager. He's a good guy. The Buccaneers, they, that that league. I don't want to spend a ton of time on, it, but but I'll say this: uh, the United States Hockey League. You look up and down any. Well, I know you won't, <laughs> but I'll, so I'll do it for you. Okay. If you take a look at the draft on any given year, that league sends a lot of eighteen-year-olds to their NHL uh, team. I mean, they get drafted out of that league in mass. So. These are high school age and a high school they they uh, sixteen to twenty year olds. Yes, now I think if you were to follow the projection path, so you go to you you get picked up by a college out of this league, but you also get drafted at eighteen years old if you're good enough. Okay, Jeff Petrie played here. He's now a starter for the one of the I think he's the second pair defenseman for Montreal. They've had cup winners here. There's a lot of guys that have worn the Des Moines Buccaneer jersey. Uh, Kyla Pozo for Buffalo. He's been, he was terrific. Uh, Scott Clemenson, of course, local kid, grew up, and now he's a part owner of that team. Buccaneers, good hockey. So's the Iowa Wild. Minnesota Wild, I think they're going to fall on some hard times. But the Iowa Wild, uh, they've got things going over there. Uh, coach Army's doing a nice job, and he'll actually uh, coach the uh, their division in the All-Star game. We'll do some Bucks hockey, uh, some Wild hockey, and some Bucks uh, in the week slash month to come. Both of the local hockey uh, teams doing very well. Uh, I don't want to talk about Iowa uh, basketball. I mean, I'm, we did that in the yeah, first I'm hour. I'm depressed. I'm depressed because I don't think they're going to beat Nebraska. I don't either. I don't think they're going to. No. Win. And and here we are talking about Iowa basketball. So let's. Not. It looks like last year, I'm and that, that was not fun to talk. It, it was not fun to talk about mm-hmm. last year. Mm-hmm. But Luckily, we have I Iowa was, State. I just took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> um, anything on Norton? I didn't see anything. Have you Still seen? nothing. 
What are they waiting on? I mean, they know. They know by now. They absolutely know by now what what the uh, outcome of the x-rays or whatever the mri that he went in they know so what why are they keeping it a secret because he's going willis reed tomorrow with loyola in town wouldn't that be great he's gonna be limping out there it's not gonna happen no it's over it is it sure looked like it i hate to say and i hope i hope i'm dead wrong Mm -hmm. but why haven't we heard it's weird isn't it it really is weird uh so let's do uh let's you and i because we're not gonna have a lot of time uh, we've got Paul Allen coming up in about 10 minutes or a little bit more than that. Nick Athens going to be here, and we're going to give away barbecue. And if you just joined the program, you missed the first hour of the program each and every Friday. Uh, one of my favorite things when I was here in the, in the past was on Fridays, the very last thing, one of the last things we would do is we would give away Claxon's barbecue. And we will today at about 1145. Uh, what we do, we give you four games against the point spread. Whoever has the most right. Uh, gets a $35 gift certificate from Claxons. The runner-up gets 25 We use a tiebreaker uh, so that there's no doubt about this thing. Tiebreaker is closest without going over. And the tiebreaker today, or this week, this Friday, is going to be total points by the Hawkeyes, total points by the Cyclones. Not their opponents. I don't care what Kansas and Nebraska score, but you think that, you know, Iowa score 60 and Iowa State is going to score 60. It's your buck 20 is your number. So that's what you'll put out there closest without going over. And uh, a caller just informed us about two hours ago, Drake announced that it is an ACL and he's out. Did they? Swing and a miss out of us. Well, no, because I, I told you one of my New Year's yeah, resolutions, I'm staying off Twitter and that's probably I've not been... going to be the good, best idea. Probably not. No. I mean, I'm staying off Twitter during the show. During the show. Mm hmm. Don't you think you get stuff though during? Yeah, the we show? do, and obviously we missed one. Right, <laughs> ignored. Yes. So no. Um, sadly, we, um, you know, Doctor Condon and Doctor Miller and our untrained eye just watching it on TV, uh, we were right. That's a blow to that team, big time, big time. This was uh, they were having a much better year than anticipated. They New were going to be a top half at the least yes. MVC team, yeah, and no maybe question. even more than that. Mm-hmm. So what were you thinking? Maybe th- uh, the four five game, maybe a four five seed when they get to St. Louis. Three three seed potentially. Uh, who do you like in that league? Well, that's a good the whole question. league's been bad. Mm-hmm. Loyola, even with what they lost, the expectations were a lot higher than what they've attained. Mm-hmm. League's down big. You know, that's a, that's a blow for Drake. Yeah. Uh, let's you and I spend some time in the wild card games. I want to get to you. I want to pick your brain on it because I know you're going to be firing at them. Um, why wouldn't you? You do every other game. Yes. This will be no different. So let, let's let's start with the the way the games unfold in front of us, and uh, that, as you said, is the Texans Invitational, the Houston <laughs> Invitational, and that's been the way that it's been. You know, I was all over the Colts until Frank Schwab reminded me that uh, you know, not so fast. This Texans team, yeah, everybody's talking about the Colts run that they're on. Don't look now. Houston putting together a pretty good record in their own right. I love Watson. I really like Luck. I mean, if it comes down to which quarterback you think is going to lead their team, I think Andrew Luck's an MVP candidate. I don't think he's going to win. Maybe he should. I mean, Mahomes is terrific, and he will, or Drew Brees. Um, but this team, this Colts team, would not be in the playoffs without Andrew Luck, and I just think he's going to lead them to the next round, Trent. I was with you. And a date against New Orleans. Monday. I was with you. As the week has gone on, I'm, I'm starting to shift. Now, the old adage was always go with your first instinct, right? I'm second-guessing myself here. I think I'm going to end up on the Houston side of things. Listen to Frank. Listen to a few other people that I have throughout Numbers the Numbers what? One, two, it's one? It's one right now. One, two, yeah, one. Depends on where you're shopping. Yeah. Not going to get a whole lot there. I think I'm going to be on the Texans, though. All right. Uh, and then uh, Saturday night, the Cowboys host the Seahawks. I, I'm just not buying this Cowboys team. I but they're this, home. I know. And I'm not sold on the Seahawks, either. You know who I am sold on? Carson, the running back for Seattle. 
Good player. I don't remember him in college just being that wow guy. Mm-hmm. You know, he played in the Big 12. Yeah. And I don't remember thinking, whoa, you know, this guy's going to be a load. He's been terrific in Seattle. And I'm such a well- Russell Wilson guy. There's nobody in, this, in, in the league right now. And this is saying a mouthful because there's 32 starting quarterbacks. But to me, he's number one as far as downfield accuracy. Yes. I mean, he drops balls in buckets like no other trend. And he's usually doing it under a great deal of duress. Of coaching jobs this year, Pete Carroll. Good point. He's done a really good point. Defense completely rebuilt. Mm -hmm. I mean, from the Legion of Boom Mm -hmm. to what they are, you're talking about nine new faces over the last three years. A whole bunch of them. Offensive line, same way, but not well, that, this year, but the they offensive were bad last line, year. It, was, it was a punchline for what, four years now? Uh-huh. Even not, when they went to the Super year. Bowl, it was bad. Uh-huh. This year, how do you do that? I, I, I'm I don't know, but can the Vikings baffled. find out the, 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 right. get that answer, please? I'm, how offensive line can go from that bad? Look, they're, they're not, this is not the Cowboys in the 1990s offensive line. That's not where I'm going, but from where they were to where they are today, it's incredible to see. And to not have, Carson's a nice back, but not have, Ezekiel Elliott, who can make any offensive line look pretty good. That, that's been a great job out of Carroll. He, mm-hmm. He's Maybe he's a little bit annoying, but and he's Jason, a great coach. He is. Jason Garrett in his own right. He saved his job because his seat was Did getting he? very... I, Final just in. Seattle 31, Cowboys 7. I think you go back to what Frank said. Who, who is Jerry Jones enamored with? Who's anybody enamored with? Mike Apparently McCarthy? Apparently Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury in New York. I would have liked to, you know, we we talked about this yesterday or the day before. The, the one of the biggest storylines I think so far this college off season is the college coaches turning down NFL mm-hmm. overtures, whether it just be for to meet or whether it be that you're a legitimate candidate here, fly down or we're going to fly to meet you. We want you as our guy. If Cliff, if Cliff Kingsbury, things are going well at Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. They're eight and four, coming off a of nine and three. Couple three years ago, they were six and six, but things are okay. If Kingsbury keeps his job and the phone rings, what does he do? I think he stays in college. You I think do. He's like, I do. I think he's like all the other ones. I don't think he was a guy that was. If he wasn't pushed, I don't think. I think he would have joined Lincoln Riley and Fitz and Campbell and said, "You know what? I've got things pretty good right here. I don't need this." Especially being at his alma mater. It's his alma mater. Good point. Making good money. Such a weird scenario. I get it. Everybody wants McVay, right? You want to find the next McVay. Mm-hmm. But That's why Zach Taylor's getting as many opportunities. Yes, yes. He's everywhere. I get it. But it's still head-scratching at times, right? Schwab hit the nail right on the head. The the talent pool, the coaching pool. That's why there's so many recycling. Adam Gase is going to get a job. He's going to get a job. Yes. I mean, the, Mike McCarthy gets to go where he wants. He turned down the Denver Broncos. Even an opportunity to interview. He's picking and choosing. Where's he going? Tampa? No, I think Cleveland. Cleveland, huh? I think Cleveland. I think they're probably the favorite. Anyways, let's move on to Sunday. Chargers, Ravens. I'm t- I'm sticking with the Seahawks. I'm not getting talked out of Seahawks. Okay. Um, boy, that Ravens defense is so good. I'm rooting openly for Philip Rivers. I want yeah. Philip Rivers to win this thing. I really do. I want. I, I think he deserves a Super Bowl. I think he's been great for the league. He's been around a long time. Came in the same year with Eli Manning. He's got his rings. Came in the same year with Ben Roethlisberger. He's got his rings. Philip Rivers doesn't. Philip Rivers is, uh, by all accounts, pretty good guy on and particularly off the field. He's got that quirky delivery. I love the fire in the belly still at 37 years old. This is a good Chargers team, Trent. They're hurt. There's a lot of injuries, but a lot of teams do. I'm going to take the Chargers in this football game. We agree. I'm with you. Playing this team, and this is not your conventional NFL offense, 
This is no, a team far from it. With Lamar Jackson that has limitations in what they can do. And now seeing this team and what they do offensively for the second time in three weeks, I think that's a big advantage for the Chargers. The whole body clock thing, really? Yeah. I, hopefully I, they're there now. They're, they're, they're probably traveling today. I'm sure they are. Uh-huh. I might have won it yesterday. Maybe. Wouldn't hurt. Just get up early. Get your day started and away you go. I'm not buying that. I'm with you. I'm grabbing the Chargers. All right. And then your game. When I say your game, you're a Bears fan. I, I don't give the Eagles a chance in hell. I, what? I really whoa, don't. Whoa, whoa. I don't, Trent. I think um, the Bears have more talent. They the, do. The Bears have more talent. Fletcher, Co- Fletcher Cox. That defense He's a good front. player. Aaron Thanks. Donald. James Daniels. That's Look true. at the job he did. he did. Now he got some help. Great. He did. Um, and now he's got more help with Longback. Yeah, but did you see? He didn't play the whole game. Did you? Well, you were there. I'm sure you were yeah. looking at your bench. He was standing on the sidelines. I don't want to say most of the second half, but a good part of the. Now, maybe they were, you know, looking to this week, looking ahead and erring on the side of caution. Kyle Long's a really good player. Um, Fletcher Cox is a really good player, but they, kept, they shut Aaron Donald out. I expect him to do the same. I think Tariq Cohen has a big day. I like how I you're talking. Trubisky can do some damage through the air, and that Bears defense. Nick Foles, if he takes, I mean, he's going to have a shot for sure. He's mm-hmm. going to have a little painkiller flowing through. <laughs> but look at that Bears defense. They're going to get after you, whether it be Hicks, whether it be 52, whether it be whoever. Those linebackers can run around. That secondary is stout. I think the Bears have a chance here, Trent. This might be the most lopsided game of the week. Point spread says you're right. What is it now? Seven? Six. Six and a half. Six and a half. Yeah. I think they can open up a cat. We got to get to a break. We're going to talk to Paul Allen. Didn't go well for the Vikings. Uh, KXNO's team is not participating in the postseason this year. Uh, but Paul Allen's going to join us. He joins us each and every week during the regular season, twice monthly uh, during the off season. He's at the Combine. We'll do a lot on the draft with PA. He's brought to us by our friends at Mr. Executive. Grateful to have uh, my friend Leon Emmons and MrExecutive.com. Check him out in business uh, in Polk County for over 40 years. They are centralized was hair replacement answer mr executive.com paul allen next let's do paul allen and nick athen in the same segment you want right. to do that we'll get pa in here then we'll talk to nick i want to pick nick's brain just to see as a chiefs fan as a guy who follows the chiefs writes for them at chiefsplits.com who he thinks the best matchup next week would be for the kansas city chiefs the voice of the vikings joins trent and i next when we continue it's miller and condon on des moines sports station 1460 kxno <laughs> Continue on here. Let's talk to the voice of the Vikings. The Vikings play here on 1460 KXNO. How about that, Paul Allen? Back at KXNO. Wish you guys were still a part of the weekend coverage, but sadly it ended after week 17. How are you? Happy holidays. Well, um, I'm doing well. Happy holidays. New station for you guys, but uh, same old situation for Trent. Uh, really sorry, Trent. You know, I know. Um, I know you had a nickel on Ohio State minus seven. Uh-huh. It looked like an absolute cinch. Here comes Washington uh, just surging on the outside with giant strides, and you get run down. I'm really, really sorry, ma'am. You know me well. I, I was on the Buckeye side. I was cheering on that two-point almost to pick two. I was also on your Minnesota Vikings. I, I figured a hey, playoff berth on the line at home. I was in the building. Didn't turn out very good in that one. Bookies after me here as we flip the calendar to 2019. Yeah, we uh, we were favored in that game, and uh, really from the uh, first moment, 
The uh, Bears march down the field, thanks in part to a Jordan Howard 42-yard run. Uh, we, we were not going to win that game. We got beaten up. Uh, Chicago was markedly the more physical team. So uh, Vikings finished 8-7-1 with a lot of things to do in the offseason. You know, PA, and one of those things in Mike Zimmer's uh, uh, season-ending press conference uh, on Thursday said that he wants to get tougher. They want to get back to finishing games again. And the tone, the, the the sudden passing of Tony Sperano was was a, apparently, according to Twitter, a pretty big talker in that press conference yesterday. That offensive line really took that hard. Well, it, it was a big situation all year, but um, I think it was I think it was most magnified when John Filippo was the offensive coordinator because, you know, there there are a couple of coaches on the staff, or there were, in Tony Sperano and defensive line coach Andre Patterson who really could sit down with the head coach and kind of have his ear in a way that the others on the staff don't. And, you know, when you have a new offensive coordinator in Filippo, um, and and you have an old schooler like Tony who uh, not only has been a head coach but uh, super well respected by Mike. That that was a great buffer between the head coach and the the inexperienced offensive coordinator. So I think that greatly impacted the offense. Mm-hmm. Um, like Mike said yesterday, uh, I do believe the two who jumped in there, Clancy Barone and Andrew Ginoco, um, I believe they, they they did a good job with the offensive line with what they had. I mean, Clancy is a Super Bowl-winning offensive line coach from his days with your squad, the Denver Broncos, when he was working with Ryan Harris, Ryan Clady, and the rest of the guys. So Clancy knows what he's doing. It's just the personnel did not mesh with what they wanted to accomplish offensively. Hmm. How would you characterize Kirk Cousins' first year as a Viking? You know, when when you have a quarterback who throws for 4,300 yards and 30 TDs, you can win a lot of games with that. Um, when you have a quarterback who turns it over with fumbles and pick sixes the way Kirk did, uh, that's going to neutralize a lot of things. So, you know, now I think the magnification and the analysis of the offensive line meshing with the quarterback to protect that investment and get the most out of him, uh, that, that's close to the A topic in the offseason. Uh, I, I mostly was happy with uh, Cousins' performances every single game. Uh, the, the game at Soldier Field was unacceptable. And um, there, there were some situations where I was looking for Cousins to elevate the team, and for whatever the reason, it didn't happen. Uh, but, but again, when, when you have a quarterback with arm talent like that, uh, you can move him the way they started to move him at the end of the year, and you amass stats like he did, you should win more than eight games. PA, the offensive staff had changes again during the season before the year, as we mentioned with Sperano. And during the season after Filippo was let go, Kevin Stefanski, an interesting story, a guy, you don't see this happen very often in the NFL, a guy that has gone through a couple of coaching staffs there in Minnesota. The offensive coordinator position is considered open right now. Do you think Stefanski is going to be the guy in the end? I hope he is, and um, and it's not just because he's one of my very closest friends within the team and has been for a decade and a half. Uh, it's because I think he's earned this right on merit. I mean, you know, it was yesterday that he was interviewing with the Cleveland Browns for a head coaching position. Um, I fully expect other teams, if we don't act on Stefanski soon, um, I expect other teams to invite him in for offensive coordinator uh, uh, positions. And, um, and, you know, I think Kevin, uh, above all the names that, that 
everybody is reading. I think Kevin gets Mike Zimmer and gets his expectations better than anybody we could hire. So Kevin's very smart. He's very even-keeled. He has a very good relationship with his quarterback. And, um, and if it was my call, he's the guy. Uh, but like Mike said yesterday, he wants to analyze all the potential candidates, and that's the right way to handle it. Mm. PA, a lot of positives on the defensive side of the ball. One to me that, you know, we, we knew the star power. I didn't know Anthony Harris was the player. I thought he had a really good year, PA. Uh, I didn't realize he was as good as he was. He seemed, whenever I saw the Vikings, and that was all of them, um, he, he made a lot of plays. Anthony Harris, did you think he was this good? Yeah, Anthony had a rough game in that Bears game, and uh, that, that certainly one game does not a season make. Uh, Anthony really, really improved, and uh, he became more confident and more aggressive. So did Mackenzie Alexander. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think right now it could be argued Trey Waynes might be the best cornerback on this team, and he's heading into his final year under contract here. Uh, that's very precarious because uh, I honestly I, I can't remember a time during the season anybody picked on Trey and they got behind him, and they really made him look bad. So uh, that that's going to be something that they're definitely going to have to deal with now uh, as opposed to after next season. But, uh, yeah, Anthony may have solidified a starting spot next to Harrison Smith. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, your thoughts on Dan Bailey's year? Uh, it got better as it went on. I thought Dan was in a tough spot. You know, the one thing with Dan people have to remember is he got beat out of his job in Dallas. Uh-huh. So it, it's, you know, it's not like things were going so well for Dan that he just got cut because of financial reasons. I do believe that's part of it. And, and I think it's, it's shortchanged or it's underrated the mechanics of the long snapper, the punter or, or the holder and, and the kicker getting everything right every time in 1.3 seconds. So Dan finished hot. I mean, Dan, his kickoffs were good all year. Dan got really good at the end of the year, and I'd like to have him back. PA, the offensive line is going to get a lot of work here in the off season. What's more likely for 2019, that it gets turned around quickly via free agency or via the draft? What do you think is more likely to happen a lot of times those free agents, you're going to have to overpay for those linemen. How do you think it's going to happen for the Vikings? It's a great question. And, um, you know, where they are salary cap-wise before they get guys to restructure, trade people, or cut people, uh, they don't have requisite money to splash in free agency. So kind of like what Seattle did this offseason, uh, Seattle signed J.R. Sweezy and D.J. Fluker, and nobody wanted those guys at this stage of their careers. And, you know, when, when these guys play Dallas this weekend, both these guys are going to start for the best rushing offense in the NFL. So they believed in them, they, they empowered them, and they made it work. Uh, we need to do something like that with one guy, be a free agency, a cost-effective guy. Uh, from a long play standpoint, Trent, it, uh, it has to take place in the draft. And, um, you know, it, it, you look up and down at the offensive lineman who finished on the active roster, and they may need five new offensive linemen. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's a long play, man. That, that is not a one-year thing. But heading into 2019, you, you probably are going to need two, maybe three, who can play right now. And you can raise them like you did Brian O'Neill 
while you're trying to win games. Mm. Get you out of here on this, PM. We'll talk to you next week, and we appreciate our relationship with you. Uh, let's kind of finish where we started, and let's see if we can give Trent a hand. You saw five of the six remaining seeds in the NFC. I think this Bears team can win. I think they've got a Super Bowl roster. I love Drew Brees uh, with New Orleans. They're going to be a tough out. Uh, I think Seattle's going to hammer Dallas. That's the one team you didn't see in person this year. How do you see these NFC playoffs? Um, I like um, I like Bears minus six, and um, and it's predicated on the fact that I've I've just been to Soldier Field so many times and seen this Bears team inside now so frequently this year uh, that I just know how difficult it is to win football games in that building. Um, I thought Mitch Trubisky was fantastic in our game, and you know from his debut against us on Monday Night Football in 2017 to the final game of the season to the first game this year to uh, last week. Um, he, through 24 starts, is definitely getting better, and this head coach is doing a fantastic job with him. Uh, so I like the Bears in that game. Uh, in lukewarm fashion, I like Seattle. I like um, I like the Wilson matchup more than I like Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do think if you look back at the game logs at Dak, since he got Amari Cooper, he's been a different guy. Um, I would take Seattle, but, uh, you know, I wouldn't. Uh, if I'm Trent, I don't put a lot on that one. Um, I like the L.A. Chargers a ton at the Ravens. I think the fact that they uh, know what to expect now from Lamar Jackson is really going to help them. Rivers beat Jackson in a playoff spot. Um, I like Phillip 10 out of 10 times. And um, and I like Indianapolis a ton at Houston. Um, and, and they're going to have to win twice at Houston. And, you know, when, when they met for the first time there, Deshaun Watson had a horrible game. And I don't think he's going to be as bad this time but I like Indy in that spot. Well, for what it's worth, you and I are on the same page. I like three dogs as well. The only home team I have winning is the Bears at Soldier Field. PA, great to talk to you. Thank you for what you do for us. We'll talk to you next week. Anytime. Uh, And again, congratulations on the station change and call anytime. Thanks, Paul. Appreciate it. Take care. Paul Allen, the voice of the Minnesota Vikings, and you can catch him on KFAN, a sister station up in the Twin Cities. So a little bit of help out of PA, and we get a lot of help from PA uh, thanks to our friends at Mr. Executive, Mr. Executive, 6983 University Ave. In Windsor Heights, 274-4049 is the number of Mr. and Mrs. Executive. They're MrExecutive.com. Hair replacement with personal service and the attention you deserve is your local hair replacement experts proudly serving Polk County for more than 40 years. All right. Um, you know, Nick Cathan in a minute here, Trent. You just, Desmond King is not Pro Bowl, all pro. Is that all what you just said? First team, all pro. The best of the best, regardless of conference affiliation. Now, that's what you strive for. The Pro Bowl is nice. Yes. All Pro is nicer. That is. And Desmond King is an All Pro. The best of the best. Who are the other DBs? Nick, uh, Nick, give us us 20 seconds here, Nick Athen. We're going to come right to you. Uh, We have defensively Kyle Fuller, who had a great year Mm -hmm. again. And Gilmore, New England. Yep. Your safeties, Eddie Jackson. Bear. He's hurt, but he needs to play. And Derwin James. How about that performance? Yeah. And then they have a defensive back listed. And that was my argument when Desmond King kept dropping. He is not a prototypical outside cornerback lockdown guy. No. But he can play in the slot. Mm-hmm. You can shift him around, play him at safety. He was that Swiss Army knife that you need in today's NFL. Last of the fifth round. Mm-mm-mm. All pro. All pro. Uh, quarterback is a breezer. Mahomes. Mahomes got the nod. Isn't that something? The numbers. 
Yeah. Hit those benchmarks, 5,000 yards oh, and the 50 touchdowns. Magic number. What about uh, Gurley running back? Yep, Gurley's the running back, and uh, they have a flex player now listed. And who's it's, that? Well, it's got to be the cheetah. Tyree Kill, yeah. It, isn't it funny how different this list looks than even five years ago? No question. The evolution of, of the pro game now. Uh, did Von Miller make it? He did not. Your outside guys, J.J. Watt and Khalil Mack. Can't argue. No. I can't argue. Interior? Another can't argue. All right, so Aaron Donald and Fletcher Cox. Yes, (laughs) nailed it. Interesting. Let's get Nick Gathen in here. I don't want to keep him on hold any longer. We're grateful for Nick for joining us. Uh, So two Chiefs, all pro, two two and two only. Who's the tight end? Tight end is Travis Kelsey. It's got to be Kelsey. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be. Three tight ends, Nick Gathen. Good to talk to you. And Mitchell Swartz also made it. Uh, the right tackle is he shuts and and Nick, you and I have talked about this every time Broncos and Chiefs yeah. get to play. I don't think there's a right tackle in the league that holds Von Miller, not holds literally, but prevents Von Miller sure. from doing what he does better than Mitchell Schwartz in the game. How about that? Yeah. I, I yeah, he's he's the best right tackle in the NFL as far as I'm concerned. I mean, he's just uh, you know he's been very consistent since the day he got here. I think he's had maybe a, a couple of bad games, and when he goes up against the best. You know he, he he cheats well, and that's what you got to do as a tackle. You got to do what you got to do to stop the premier pass rushers. And uh, you know the proof's in the pudding. He's done an excellent job. Probably one of John Dorsey's better moves uh, in Kansas City. No doubt about it. Well, Nick, um, let, let's let's look forward to, to next week. And this is one of the reasons we want to have you on. We enjoy talking to you. Right. We're going to do it this time next week. But you know, from from you know the kind of the the people that you talk to, the, your followers. You got a ton of Twitter followers. The Chiefs Insider, you write for ChiefsBlitz.com. Who do you think um, this week, anyways? Um, who who don't Chiefs fans want to see pay a visit next week to Arrowhead Stadium? You know, I probably had that question about 15 times. I bet. This week. And I think as a fan, you know, I, I think you just have to have confidence in Mahomes. And I think you just have to throw the rest of it out the door. Because, honestly, uh, you know, I, you want the Chargers because you want a rematch. Uh, you want the Ravens because, honestly, they have a great defense. But I still, you're going to have to pass the ball in the postseason to be successful. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you want Indianapolis because you want that payback game. Um, so, you know, any, you know, any of those teams are fine with me. Uh, you know, as far as I'm concerned, you know, even Houston, whatever, however it turns out to be. But um, honestly, I just think, you know, it doesn't matter. But for me personally, uh, I'd like to see the Colts next week and the Patriots the following week. And uh, I'd like to win both those games. <laughs> and then I will feel like, okay, the payback is complete. Now let's just go to the Super Bowl. And just uh, We got a 50-50 chance. How much so, convert? Oh, go ahead. Sorry, Nick. Yeah, it's just at that point, it's just, uh, it's, to me, it's gravy. If they make it a Super Bowl win or lose, it's complete gravy. And I'm going to be in Atlanta, so uh, nice. it's going to be fun for me. The confidence of the fan base. We we know about the Chiefs faltering. You mentioned the Colts. Was it 45-44 losing that sure. playoff game last year? What happened with Tennessee? And you couple that with Andy Reid and his failures both in Kansas City and Philadelphia in the playoffs. Is it... Is it confident? Does it feel different? Or is it that Kansas City waiting for the other shoe to drop? Well, you know, I, I personally think the shoe dropped, you know, in the Chargers game and the Seahawks game. I mean, that was their that was their mulligan. And, and you know, the difference is, is they have Mahomes. And I think somebody put a video up, uh, a friend of mine, and, and showed all of the circumstances and all those playoff losses with, with uh, Andy Reid. And Al Smith was, you know, the guy that missed a lot of throws. And had he made any of those, uh, they'd probably win a couple of those games. You know, Pittsburgh, Indianapolis, 
Um, you know, and in Tennessee, he had Tyreek Hill open a couple of times. But I, I think when you have the Mahomes factor right now, and he's kind of the trump card uh, looking at this team, you know, they didn't have a guy like this who, you know, third and nine, fourth and nine is not impossible. You know, second and 28 is not impossible. You know, third and 15 is not impossible. You know, they have a guy who can make the play and is looking to make the play versus checking down. So it may not always be successful, but at least he's aggressive. And uh, I, I think you pretty much have to throw the past away, um, even with the Bob Sutton factor, because they did make some changes to the defense. Andy Reid did get more involved, which honestly it's about five years too late at this point. He certainly should have uh, done it much sooner. But, um, you know, I, I, I think the fan base is nervous for me personally. Um, I, I think the way they beat the Raiders, uh, that was their most complete game, even though they, I think they left some points on the on the table. Um, I, I have a lot more confidence in their abilities with the off week and getting the injured guys back healthy. That uh, you know they 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 have a really good chance of making the AFC championship team at a minimum. Uh, you mentioned those injured guys, and we'll obviously know more this time next week. Mm-hmm. But as we sit here today, apparently Duvernay Tardif, the Canadian doctor, as the voice yep. of the Chiefs calls him, Mitch Holtis, uh, is is practicing, whether he's good to go. But what about where, and I guess in particular, Eric Berry? Um, are those the biggest question marks? Am I missing one? Sammy Watkins, yeah, maybe? Yeah, Sammy Watkins. I think to me, Sammy Watkins is probably the most critical of the three uh, because he gives them that... Uh, you know, that, uh, that extra receiver, you know, you put Kim, Kelvin, Benjamin, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill on the field. I mean, seriously, there's not a defense that's going to come close to stopping those guys if they're playing at their peak levels. And I think, I think the Benjamin signing was, was, a, was a good move by Beach. I think he's going to have some, some strong games here in the postseason. Uh, but Watkins, to me, is the key guy. I mean, they get him back and they can do those reverses. You know, he's like a running back once he catches the ball. Um, you know, I think Barry probably could have played last week. I think Watkins probably could have played last week. You know, hopefully the good doctor can come back. Now, I don't know if he'll be ready for the first game, but maybe, you know, the second game, you know, and should they get into the uh, postseason, uh, into the Super Bowl, then, yeah, I think he'll be there. Then they'll have their basically their starting unit back. So, um, you know, thankfully they signed Jeff Allen because he's been terrific mm-hmm. uh, as a guard for this football team. So I, I think they're, I think they're going to be healthy. Um, I think this is the healthiest they're going to be all season long. And uh, I look forward to, to kind of who shows up uh, a week from Saturday, you know, in the in the first uh, playoff game of the weekend. Mm-mm-mm. Well, um, I, so you're rooting, you want the Colts to pay a visit. That's what I'm hearing you say, just to, for think, that payback? Yeah, just for the I, I think actually the Colts are the far better team. Um, I know they're going on the road, but, you know, I don't think they really care. You know, home or away, it makes no difference to those guys. I mean, they're well coached. Yep. You know, Frank Reich is the architect of the greatest comeback in playoff history. Um, so, I, I, listen, I think, I think they're going to win. I think they're going to defeat the Texans. I think that offense is just, this is not enough. They don't have the receivers. They don't have a consistent running game. They got a terrific defense. Um, you know, they're missing too many key parts as far as I'm concerned. Um, I like the Chargers to beat the Ravens just because I think, at the end of the day, the better quarterback generally will win in the postseason, um, and I and I think Rivers, you know, he, he's kind of had a you know down uh, a down couple of games, and I think he's going to bounce back. And uh, I, I think he knows this is probably his last hurrah, maybe next year, you know, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So it's either now or never. So I think he'll have a sense of urgency. 
Um, so I, 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 those are my two teams, uh, the, both road teams, to win this week. Yeah, I was uh, I was with you. Uh, the uh, the Baltimore uh, Chargers game, they did not look good. They looked uninspired against Denver in Week 17. I was rooting yeah. like hell for the Chargers just for the draft position for the Broncos, and I was worried that Denver <laughs> was going to find a way to win that football game. So a look-ahead storyline, Nick Athen, Matt Nagy versus Andy Reid in the Super Bowl. How about that? Uh, you know, I think it'd be terrific. I mean, I, I just, I think, I, I like Matt. I think he's a terrific coach. Um, he's brought an attitude and a fire. You know, he learned a lot under, uh, he spent a long time with uh, with Andy Reid, uh, you know, beginning as his quarterback coach. And I, I just think he's a, he's a terrific person. Uh, that That's the Super Bowl I'd like to see. Uh, just from a pure selfish perspective, I think that's probably the, the best defense against the best offense. I think the NFL would love it. Um, you know, I think I don't think there's any question the NFL wants the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Uh, Patrick Mahomes alone has brought the NFL ratings up about five percent, um, and you know they want that for the Super Bowl. So uh, I think the Chiefs may be actually benefactors of some nice calls here from the officiating crew. <laughs> we saw some terrible officiating this year, but to me that would be the that would be the fun matchup. Um, you know, it's going to be in a dome. There's going to be weather issues. Um, you know, it's just going to be a track meet offensively and defensively. You know, the Bears have everything you want, yep. um, you know, as far as a football team. They're goes, good. I agree. Dominant, to be dominant. So that would be my that would be my dream Super Bowl matchup. No question about it. Nick, we'll talk to you a week from today. Thank you, Nick Athen. All right, guys. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it yeah, very much. Good to talk to you, Nick Athen. ChiefsInsider.com. Chiefs Blitz is where you can uh, read Nick. ChiefsBlitz.com. Follow him on Twitter. ChiefsInsider.com. Well... Trent. It's that time again. It's it is. You uh, did something. I don't know what's happening over here. I have busied all of the lines. So yes. if you're calling right now, two eight four five nine six six. You're going to get a busy signal because I'm going to talk for another minute, and then once I'm going to click the unbusy, and you'll be able to. We'll get four callers in here. All right. We're going to take four calls. Two eight four five nine six six two eight four KXNO. I always like the way Murphy did that. He still does it. Yeah, he's good at that. He's good at a lot of things. Um, we're going to give you four games. The four wild card games. We're going to give you the tiebreaker. The tiebreaker is Iowa and Iowa State this weekend. Their total points, not the game's total points. Iowa and Iowa State. I was going to score sixty. Iowa State's going to score sixty. You would give me one hundred twenty. Closest without going over is the tiebreaker. Whoever has the most right will win a thirty-five dollar gift certificate from our friends at Claxton's Barbecue in Altoona. The runner-up will get 25. We're going to do this every Friday for the foreseeable future. Did it in the past for, for years. It was a very popular segment. I anticipate that today will be uh, just as popular. At least that's the hope. I'm going to unbusy the phones right now. If you get a ring, you're in. 2845966. First four callers. Give away Claxton's Barbecue. 284-5966, 284-5966, Miller and Condon, 1460 KXNO. Get ready for a revolution, Mr. Executive, we bring out your best, the look that's really you. At Mr. Executive, you won't believe what we can do, we make the difference. The perfect style for you. Get ready for a revolution. 
You can lease a car, lease a computer, you can even lease a business suit. So why not lease a hair system? Mr. Executive in Windsor Heights is proud to offer you this new opportunity. For just $200, you can enjoy real hair for 90 days. After 90 days, you can keep your new hair system with a $200 fee going towards the purchase price. Call Mr. Executive at 274-4049 or visit them at 6983 University in Windsor Heights. Get ready for a revolution, Mr. Executive. It's 24-hour sports, morning, noon, and night, here on 1460 KXNO. Ken Miller loves pop music. I really do, and this is my song, Trent. No idea who it is. Welcome back. It's Miller and Condon. We've only got about oh, 10 minutes left to show. Uh, we're going to give away some barbecue. Appreciate you joining us. Uh, by the way, our podcast page is now up at kxno.com. If you miss any portion of the show, the whole show, you want to listen to a guest again, or did they really say that? Uh, kxno.com. Miller and Condon, now part of the podcast page at kxno.com. Of course, you can subscribe and listen uh, via iHeart as well. Let's give away the barbecue. We're going to give you four games. We'll give you a tiebreaker. Whoever has the most right will get a $35 gift certificate from Claxons in Altoona. The runner-up, 25. Steve is first. Jim, Mark, and Joe in that order. Steve, how are you? Awesome. How are you guys? Doing fine. You know how this works? I do. All right. Let's uh, start in Houston. Houston is the two-and-a-half-point favorite. Who are you going to take? Uh, I'll take the Colts. Taking the Colts. The Seahawks are a two and a half point dog. Dallas favored by two and a half Saturday night. I will take the Seahawks. Baltimore is a two and a half point favorite over the Chargers. Steve, who do you like there? I'll take the Ravens. And the Bears and the Eagles will wrap up the weekend. Bears a six and a half point favorite at Soldier Field. I will take the. Eagle. Taking the dog. Tiebreaker. Hawkeye points. Cyclone points. Combined. Closest without going over. That's the tiebreaker. Steve, give me a number. So you add both games? Uh, don't. Just both. Nope. 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 Just Iowa and Iowa State. I don't care about Nebraska or Kansas points. Uh, 142. 142. Steve, have a good weekend. Thank you. Uh, Jim is next as we give away some barbecue. Hey, Jim. Hey, how we doing? Good. Uh, Houston, two and a half over Indianapolis. Texas. Dallas, two and a half over Seattle. Dallas. It's a theme, two and a half, the Ravens over the Chargers. Uh, I don't think they can travel into Ravens territory and win in Baltimore. I'm going to go with the Ravens. Taking the Ravens there. Okay, the Bears are at home. They're a six and a half point favorite over the Eagles, Jim. The Bears. The Bears. Total points, Hawkeyes and Clones. Closest without going... I'm sorry, 131. 131. Thanks, Jim. Enjoy the weekend. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate it. Uh, Mark is next. Mark, let's give away some klaxons. How are you, Mark? Good. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Uh, the Good. Texans are two-and-a-half-point favorite over Indianapolis. Take the Colts. Dallas, a two-and-a-half-point favorite over the Seahawks. Cowboys. Baltimore, two-and-a-half over the Chargers. Take the Chargers. Taking the Chargers and the Bears and the Eagles. Bears, a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Bears. Total points. The Hawkeyes and the Clones will score how many this weekend? 140. 140. Thank you, Mark. You have a good weekend. Yeah. And Joe wraps things up. Hey, Joe, how are you? Fine. Uh, Houston is a two-and-a-half-point favorite over Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Dallas is a two-and-a-half-point favorite over Seattle. 
Seattle. Chargers get two and a half from Baltimore. Chargers. Taking three road teams so far. And Chicago and Philadelphia. Chicago's a six and a half point favorite. Uh, Chicago. And total points. Hawkeyes, clones, closest without going over. 144. 144. Thanks, Joe. You have a good weekend. Appreciate you chiming in. Appreciate everybody that tried to get in. Uh, the Claxons give away a very popular segment, Trent, and um, look forward to doing that for the foreseeable future. Who's going to win this week out of the four participants? Do you like one guy's picks more than the other? Well, I like all the guys that, of course, took the Bears. Right. I don't feel as confident as they do. Let's see here. We had split on Baltimore Chargers. A split right down the middle, okay. And I believe you and I are split in that game. I, you like the Texans, I, or the Chargers, rather? Yeah, I take the Chargers. We're split in Dallas-Seattle. Uh-huh. They're split here. Okay. And Indianapolis-Houston, three Colts picks, which is on your side it of It is. Things. And there was one Eagles pick, right? One Eagles. Uh, yes, one that Eagles was pick. Steve at the beginning. All right. Uh, you tonight will be back in a high school gymnasium for the first time in a while. You're going to yeah. be up in Ankeny on KXNO.com. And where else are you going to be? There's actually video. You can see the game. It's Clicks you through to where? Help me out with this. Yeah, with uh, Pete Tarpey's site, CISN, when they do games across the metro area. So not only with our connection here and uh, the games that we'll have on live on KXNO when we don't have the airtime, tonight Iowa Wilder in action, so they'll be over the airwaves. You'll still be able to listen to the game or watch the game with CISN. Just click, go to the high school tab at KXNO.com. You can find the game that way. Ankeny Centennial Johnston tonight. So what do you do? You got a little camera on your baseball cap or something? No, no, no. Who films the game? Uh, Tarpy's crew. He's a, really got a yeah, crew? Yeah, he's got a crew. There's a couple people. There's somebody that does the uh, the point total and the little Chiron on the bottom there. So you're hooked up. It's it's a professional outfit. Indeed it is. Uh, girl boy doubleheader tips off at what time? Six fifteen for the girls, seven forty five ish for the boys. Good stuff. All right, let's uh let's go on record here as far as the games this weekend. Uh we'll start with tomorrow. We've done the football already. Let's do Kansas and Iowa State. We just checked. There's no point spread yet nope. uh that's been posted. Um I give I see I'm I'm still I don't know. I don't have a feel for this Kansas team. Yes, I get their Kansas, yes, they've got good players. Iowa State's got good players. Right. Can they pull off an upset? Absolutely. Is Hilton Coliseum, after all? I mean, I know the students won't be there, which is too It'll bad. It'll be fine. Because the non-student fan base is still nuts, right? <laughs> they are. In a good way. Yes. They're, they're loud and they're uh-huh. into it. They're better. In fact, that might be the reason that kind of tilts Hilton over the edge. There are great student sections across the country. Mm-hmm. But there are 25 to 75-year-old fans in between. Those are the ones that make that place un- incredible. Yeah, they can get it done. Yeah, you know, the, it sets up really well as far as tomorrow, too, because of the of the four wildcard games, the one that I don't mind missing is Texans and Colts. Sure. Um, so Iowa, Iowa, Iowa State uh, at 4. Iowa plays at 4.30 on Sunday, so that'll be right in the middle of the Bears game. I, I don't give Iowa a chance. I mean, I give them a chance. I don't think they'll win. I think Nebraska. I think Nebraska's more talented. If, yeah. if Nebraska would have picked off Maryland on Wednesday night, I would give the Hawks a puncher's chance. But, man, oh, man, what I saw last night, I don't like them on Sunday, Trent. I think they're going to be staring at an 0-4 hole. And with what sets up in front of them, I don't think it's realistic to dig out of. Yeah, well, Northwestern's next, and then what, Ohio State, I want to say. Yes. there There's Ugh. a tough stretch where they have both Michigan and Michigan State come to town, mm-hmm. two out of three mm-hmm. games. You look through that schedule, and outside of the two games against Rutgers, 
Find ones that you, you're going to put in pen in, in the mm. W column. And even the one on the road at Rutgers, you certainly can't do that. Hey, they host Maryland. And what I saw out of Maryland the other night, I was mildly impressed. And Purdue certainly is starting to get better as well. Although I don't think they see Purdue again. Do I don't think that, I think that was a one and I believe it? you're correct. I think it is. Yep. All right. Well, listen, folks, thank you for being with us here this week. Uh, we, we appreciate it. Obviously, very grateful for the opportunity. I know that there's a lot of Dan Patrick fans that we upset out there. Uh, but look at, um, you know, if, if our calls anyway, it was like 12 on Wednesday, three yesterday, one today. I know change is difficult. Trent and I are going to be back on Monday. We're here Monday through Friday. We're grateful to be here. Thank you, Trent Condon, for coming with me. Um, Thanks for having me. No, indeed. Uh, We'll be here back on Monday. Have a great weekend. Murph and Andy coming up at 2. Fanatics at 4. Start your week on Monday at 6 with the KXNO Morning Rush. Until Monday, have a great weekend on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO.